0: Big, biggity, biggity, biggity. Let's go
1: racing, boys! Live from our studios in upstate South Carolina, this is Track Chat
0: Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not! Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam at you, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you, he rubbed you. And Rubbin's son is racing.
2: Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. This
3: wreck, 33 came off the bottom, of wiped us out.
0: Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate
2: racing legend, The Rocket David Roberts. Rocket. all right david roberts we are here track chat live on a monday april the 10th 2023
0: how are you doing david i'm doing great tonight man we got a good guest here tonight it's going to be a fun night again
2: yes sir it is definitely going (laughs) to be a fun night how was your weekend did you do anything exciting
0: well you know we uh celebrated our lord and savior on sunday from went to church and had a big crowd family over had about 20 something people at the shop and just eat eat eat, you know. Had a good time, so.
2: Yes, I went and celebrated Easter myself over at Covenant Baptist Church. So happy uh, day after Easter to everyone out there. <laughs> Hope you uh, enjoyed your Easter, full of eggs and and of course the real reason that we celebrated Easter was the risen Savior, the empty tomb. But uh, That's right. glad to be here tonight for this edition of Track Chat Live. We've got a great guest coming up. Got a second generation driver. I like this whole first generation, second generation, third generation type stuff. It just shows you how how deep the racing roots are in families, especially here in the South.
0: Oh yeah, I mean that's it's, uh, that's what keeps it growing, you know. And it also shows how old me and you are. They getting to the third, second, third generations, but. No, we got a great guest, man, and when I grow up, I want to be a drive like him, one of the cleanest, smoothest drivers I know.
2: Well, I can't wait to have a a chat with him here in a few moments, but David, I think it's uh, time to get into a little asphalt
0: report, of course, with some results. Well, man, I got all the winners. I (laughs) I, I mean, the winner was Mother Nature. Of course. You know, so. But... You know, everybody got rained out this weekend, so we're going to give a report of Anderson Motor Speedway's next race is Friday, April the 21st. Dylan's next race is Saturday, April the 22nd. Florence Motor Speedway races this weekend, April the 15th, is Double Day. They're going to have twin races in every division.
2: So. Except I did hear that the okay. Bandos and the Legends are probably.
0: That's going to have them singles. Yes, okay.
2: there'll be That's singles. But the rest of the divisions will be double. But going back to to Anderson, I got some breaking news I I heard earlier. There is a date that's been posted out there. Well, it's been talked about, but it hasn't been really agreed upon yet. But the street stocks, you know, the big street stock showdown that happened last race. There's talk that it may be back. There's a date that's kind of been out there. So we're waiting on folks to say, "Yeah, we'll we'll do it then." And if it happens, and there's possible the possibility of having another street stock race at Anderson this season. Well,
0: as a race fan, what I seen last time they was there, they need to be back because that was they, they put yes, on the show. Yes,
2: it was definitely a great show. I hate that the caution came out and the, the wreck, and there were some real good drivers that were very competitive that could have been you know, there at the end to possibly win that race. And, of course, they got caught up in that early caution. Yep. So I'm hoping if it does happen again that some of these same drivers will have time to get their cars ready and be back for the Street Stock Showdown Part 2.
0: That'd be wild. That'd be good. So, yeah, that's what we call this automobile racing. You get tore up, sometimes you win, sometimes you get tore up, something breaks. That's just part of this deal.
2: Yes, yeah, so unfortunately, yeah. that's that's the nature of it. You get in accidents and uh, – the good thing, now, I like the whole, you know, take a week off, because if you do get in a bad wreck, you can always hopefully get it back together if there's not too much wrong and, and get back yeah. to compete in two weeks.
0: Yeah, and I, I've been in races long enough that, you know, sometimes you, you can't drive a car through a double barn door without hitting something. It's just the way it goes, you know. So them guys will be back, like Tim Sams, he's a good one. He'll, yes, he'll get Tim his stuff Sams. Back. He, He's a tough racer, so hopefully he can get back. So. Let's move on here. we got Hickory Motor Speedway's next race is April the 15th with the Smart Modified Tour coming. Kingsport Speedway is April the 21st, and Tri-County races this weekend on April the 15th. Now, i got a little news about Greenville. I talked to Jackie on the way over here. Okay. He's still digging. He's still digging. He's pretty close. But uh, insurance has kind of got him held up a little bit. You know, they want a bigger policy than what – what they normally do is it's kind of making it hard on him. But he is going to talk to NASCAR tomorrow or the next day and see when's the latest he can start.
2: So he Greenville will be NASCAR sanctioned <clears throat> if,
0: if – Well, from what I understand, that was a that was a thing in a contract, whatever you want to call it, stipulation, that it had to be NASCAR if it ran. I so, got you. So it will be NASCAR if they get it going. Hopefully it will. Again, people out there doing this Facebook stuff, and this one's got this Facebook get together. Yeah, we there's too many people working against it. So everybody needs to be working with Jackie, you know. And if, yes. and if somebody wants to do it, go get it, pay the money, lease it. All this stuff Jackie's done, he will turn over to that person and help him. He just wants to see the racetrack run. Yeah, this
2: the last thing people need is to be confused about what's going on, which, which. You know, what website to look at and all the other things. Just come together as one and, and make this happen. Yep. So, if I'm not mistaken, I think you can go to Save Our Speedway. Is that what it's called?
0: I'm pretty sure. Save Our Speedway. And they got a GoFundMe. There's a GoFundMe out there. And, and it's, it's doing fair, you know. But, I mean, he's got a lot of billboards sold. He's got a lot of things. He's got a lot of people in line to do this and that. So, you know, hopefully. Well,
2: that's, that's what it takes. Everyone coming together. You know, if you love racing as much as. As much as they say they do, they need to come together, people, and just show up and go donate to the GoFundMe and then show up whenever this does happen, if, yeah. whether it be April 15th. I think that's the date he had set out.
0: Yeah, and it's probably going to be the end of April, 1st of May. And like I said, it's not about Jackie saved the Speedway. It's the people yes. save the Speedway. So people use that as, a, as your driving force. It ain't Jackie. It ain't Sam. It ain't Bob over here. It ain't Lisa over yonder. It's a group effort.
2: Yes, and so. if anybody you know wants to give, go to find that GoFundMe page, or reach out to Jackie personally. He's giving his phone number out. Yep. I'm not. I didn't ask him about giving his phone number out, so I'm not going to do that. But if he's listening and he says, "Hey, give my phone number out," I'll do that. But the best way to do it is go go to Facebook, look for Jackie Manley. I think his profile picture is of him in his car, the white car. Mm-hmm. Or just go to Facebook and find that Save Our Speedway Facebook page. And click on some links there and donate, because without all your help, then this is not going to be possible.
0: And look, people, what you donate, is if it don't work out, is going to the Shriners Hospital. To be donated at the Shrine Race at Anderson if it don't work out. It's, you can't go wrong. Exactly.
2: It's all going to a good cause. So, yep. David, what else you got over there?
0: Man, that's all I got for the asphalt report this week. Like I say, Mother Nature was the was the big winner in this thing, so, uh, you know, kind of slows down. we got more room to talk. I don't know if I can talk that much. It's well, I have no a results. feeling
2: when I get ready to do the – even the dirt tracks are probably going to have the same results well, when it you, comes to – you. Uh, you
0: can talk. You, you're like an MSD ref chip. I mean, <laughs> I well, slow yeah. you down sometime, but I'm not to, to let you pull the chip out and run a little hard tonight.
2: All right, we can do that. Well, folks, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and talk to our guest tonight, Mr. Gary Greenwood, Jr., when Track Chat Live returns after this message. From Jock White Collision.
4: When you hear that sound, it's time to call Jock White Collision Repair. With locations at Easley and Pickens, they will make your visit to the repair shop simple and stress free. Jock White Collision stands behind their work and guarantees you'll leave 100% satisfied. Stop by today for a free estimate or visit their website at jockwhitecollision.com. Don't be despaired, Jock White will get you repaired.
0: Are you tired of your garage floor looking dull, cracked, or stained? Exquisite garage floor coating can transform your concrete surface in as little as one day. We offer custom flake systems in multiple color combinations, metallic, and stains. Protect your concrete surface and add value to your home by turning that plain garage into a showpiece. Contact us for your no-obligation free quote. Find us on Facebook or go to eqfloors.com today. Don't settle for anything less than exquisite.
4: Do you want the best garage doors? Do you want the best installation? Call 864-451-8883. Covering the upstate with a five-star reputation that was earned through great customer service. They're ready for you around the clock for routine maintenance or emergencies. Mention you heard this ad and receive 25% off new purchase. Don't fool with the rest. Call Best Overhead Doors or visit bestoverheaddoorssc.com.
3: hey
2: sounds like you got a bad alternator or starter you need to stop by jeans and let them check it out Gene specializes in automotive and heavy equipment they serve as foreign or domestic starters and alternators don't get stranded on the road Give gene or kenneth a call today at 864-246-3036 or stop by the shop 514 south welcome road in greenville This is Wesley Thompson. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live.
0: Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass.
2: All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts, talking a little asphalt and dirt racing and i'm ready to welcome our guest into the studio he's been sitting here patiently as we ramble on about whatever we were talking about earlier but uh sitting over grinning like a chester (laughs) (laughs) welcome to track chat live gary greenwood jr how you doing
1: i'm doing good glad to be here
2: man we are so glad to uh have you in the studio this is really like i'm just now getting to know you your, your guy's been racing for years, your dad was racing, and you just happened to come back to the Shrine Race last year at Anderson. I heard the name, and I'm like, wait a minute, there's a junior? And then, I guess I was away from racing for so long, I didn't really know who you were, but uh, I have really enjoyed getting to know you this season as you have ventured back out to Anderson in the the late model and limited late model divisions. So, uh, it's good to, good to have you here tonight.
1: Like- I'm, I'm just glad to be here and ready to talk some racing. Yeah,
0: man, we're gonna talk some racing now. We're gonna go back in time too. We're gonna we're gonna see when you started and all that stuff. So, we'll just start here. We'll we'll. Uh, when did you start racing?
1: So I started racing uh, as a kid. The first thing I ever raced was um, BMX bikes. Um, we lived in Florida. My my dad and mom they grew up in the Florida Keys. I was born in Miami, and um, we moved to central florida when i was about seven and i raced bmx bikes for a couple years won a state championship and things were going real good um my father had a good little business he had started a little electrical business and alarm business and then um, my mom got sick and long story short we ended up moving up here closer to family um and so we sold all the bmx stuff and when i was 10 years old i believe we got into rc car racing racing little dirt oval tracks all over you know, upstate South Carolina and Georgia, they were all over the place. And so that's kind of where I got my start was uh, right. BMX and the RC cars.
0: Now, now your dad, he was, he was a racer. Yes. He raced, right? Where, where,
1: where? So my grandfather and dad raced. So they were mechanics. So as a kid, all I knew was watching them work on cars, you know, and looking at their old picture books from the 60s and 70s from when they raced. So they both raced down in South Florida, Hollywood Speedway, Hylia Speedway. Um, my grandfather raced in the 40s a little bit. I don't know too many details other than hearing him talk about racing in Atlanta when he was in the service. He raced some sort of dirt track in Atlanta where the Flock brothers raced. Um, and I believe that's where he picked up the number 90 because Tim Flock was number 90 at Lakewood Speedway back then. And um, so he raced a little bit. And then when my dad you know, was a teenager, you know, they had a... They had a used car lot, wrecker service, mechanics kind of thing down in the Keys, hot rods and all that. And uh, Pop decided to let Dad take that to the racetrack before we got him so killed. Right. <laughs> so they both raced again during the late 60s and, and on through about 78. When I was about two years old, Dad had a bad wreck at Hylia and hurt his back. And, it, you know, I was his third child, and he kind of decided to call it quits. Yeah, he quit the, for a while. There. The night the guardrail came through the car and almost killed him, he said, mm. it's, it's time to... Time to call it quits. <laughs> what, year, what year was that? Somewhere around 78, 79. I was probably around three years old, two, three years old. Yeah. Oh, so I had so no memories of them racing back then, other than the picture books that Pop had from the, okay. like I said, 60s and 70s. And, you know, staring at those old race car pictures, you know, they were my heroes as mm-hmm. a little kid. And all I wanted to do was someday race something. Right. You know, so it was from early on that I just wanted to race something. So, so, I wanted to be like my dad and my grandpa. Yeah.
0: So you moved up here, you started racing RC cars, then, then you then, then what'd you move to?
1: Okay, so we moved on to go-karts, um, dirt go-karts, you know, um, started racing at, um, my first race was at Dacusville Speedway, it's called Foothills now, but it was 1989, I think I was 13 or 14, I wasn't supposed to be running the adult class, but we didn't know any better, dad just had the local guy build a motor for $200 and it was a box stock motor, and we went to the racetrack and... Um, the guy who built the motor came. He said, "I don't say nothing. Just put him in the, put him in the stock light with the guys." And
2: that, so they already knew at that point you were that good. And you well, you I hadn't raced to... anything
1: <laughs> far as other than RC cars. Uh-huh. So that first night, they could feel for, for anybody's been around the go kart back then, it was like Bristol. It stood straight up. And so the first thing I did was, I, I mean, I was just itching to get out there. And they said, "Well, you can go help break the track in." And so I rolled off that lip and just went straight down into the mud, slid down the track, got stuck. <laughs> Dad had to come down there, tried to get me out. I covered him in mud. It was a mess. Long story short, um, I ended up finishing third that night, my first race out. You oh, know, would have would have won the race, but they told me in the heat race, the guy who built the motor was there, and he's like, "This is your first night. Just ride it around in the back, follow him, figure it out."
2: Now, most of the people you were competing against were were older, correct? Yes, so I think back
1: then you had to be sixteen to run the class. Okay. And um, so, anyways, that I did that in the heat race, and I. I decided in the main event that I'm not going to – I've learned enough. I'm going racing. <laughs> and I uh, <laughs> went straight to the front. And then,
0: yeah. uh, That sounds like a 13-year-old. That's are yeah, you know, going to
1: do. Went straight to the front. Um, we finished third that night. And then um, then I broke my arm at school. And they put it in a cast. But luckily, I, they put a cast all the way up my shoulder, but they bent my elbow just right to where I could sit in the go-kart and I could hold that steering wheel. So two weeks later, I won my first race. With well, a broke arm. With well, a broke arm. Wow. At Speedway Park. That's cool. Um, I'll never forget. That's one of my most favorite racing memories. Cause we went, came into the track with a Volkswagen pickup truck with one go kart in the back with one set of tires, and here sits Stephen Howard and Kenneth Head and, and all these guys. You know, they've been you know been racing go karts, and you know we had no idea what we were doing. We just did what the the guy who built the engine. He told us what to do with the tires and what.
2: So you were racing against Kenneth in mm-hmm. go karts. Yep, okay.
1: we go way back. Yep, and Stephen Howard and uh, that group. There wow. wasn't that many go karts there that night. It was only like seven or eight in my class and we we won the main event and we went across the scales and next thing you know there's a crowd all around us and people hollering and doing this and some some guy named rudy wade was there he was a big engine builder we didn't know we didn't we knew nothing no, oh, rudy. and then they said we're throwing him out he's one pound light and then, of course then my dad oh, david knows my dad yeah. about, <laughs> so my dad about lost it and then there was this nice old old guy there named alan he owned dixie carting and he could kind of see what was going on he said hold up guys hold up hold up he's like we're going to run a grudge race he said everybody put in whatever 20 dollars, whatever he stopped bring them over to my trailer put the fuel in it put the oil in it i'll supply all that and we'll go out and run a grudge race winner take off well we straight away them in that and that's kind of where i got my start on the go karts so that was a pretty cool night because we had no idea what we were doing i was too young to be racing and we didn't know that those six or seven guys that there were really good Yep. Go karts, you know, yep. and and end up racing against them a lot as the years next good couple racer, of years went by. That's yeah. pretty cool good that racers. you're
2: still racing some of the same guys now, like Kenneth Head, you know, oh, yeah. racing him at Anderson. That's yeah. that's cool that you raced them back then. First race, and now here you are years later, still competing with those guys. Yes, sir.
1: So we went on the next couple of years with go karts, and we had real good success locally at tracks like Hodges and Athens and Shiloh. Um And then we ventured out to a few big money races. We didn't really do very good in those because i was around at the transition to when it went from everything was a wet track a tacky track and you could run soft tires and you didn't have to have brand new cut tires but when it started to transition to the daytime races with calcium on the track and then you had to buy tires and cut tires you know we kind of struggled a little bit um but we were looking at doing something else so uh, we sold all the go-kart stuff and we bought a legends car
0: well how many go-kart races you think you want just a rough number
1: I don't know, because we, a couple hundred, because back couple, then, a but, but if you think about cars, it, man. I mean, guys like Kenneth probably won 1,000 races. like, yeah. you could, I could go to Hodges, on, and if my go-kart was good, I was small and little, so I could run stock light, stock medium, stock heavy. we just throw the weight on it, change one tooth on the gear, one pound of air, and go out there. And a lot of times, we wouldn't sign up, but for one class, and we'd see how the go-kart is. Mm-hmm. And if it was good, I'd start in the back.
2: We need to get some confirmation about how many races that Kenneth won. If he if it was a thousand, so Kenneth, if you're if you're listening, or somebody is around Kenneth, tell him to give us a call, 864-224-6733. four two two four six seven three three. We're gonna to have to find out exactly how many
1: because back then, what you got to think, guys like us and 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 all of those guys that raced back then, go karts you could run Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and like I said. Yeah, you, you might run three stock classes. There were nights we'd run five races. When we got to where we had two go-karts, I could go to Hodges, which was my favorite track. I'd run all three stock classes, and then I'd run limited light and limited whatever they had. So sometimes you had a chance that you might win three mains in one night. Yeah. So it wasn't uncommon for some of these guys who were doing it a lot to win.
0: You could 10, win 15, 20 races in a weekend.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. So when I say – I'm talking main events, you know, yeah. They, yeah. they weren't like big money races or anything like that, right. you know um so then we moved on to the legend car we sold everything we had it was kind of a progression you know i, I grew up down in Homeland park and you know our workshop was a that shed maybe 10 by 12 shed mm-hmm. that we did the go-karts in um sold all that stuff bought a legend car because we thought that's what we needed to do you know we were just trying to do whatever we could to race at the next level the legend cars were still still kind of new to everybody but they were doing the summer showdown on TV, and so we thought we will get a Legend car, go to Charlotte, and race. So that's what we did.
0: Yep, that's cool, man. So we'll come back, talk to Gary here in a little bit. We're going to take a break here on Track Chat Live. and Send us out, Jeff. Uh, maybe Kenneth will call in here in a second after we hear this
2: message from JW Machine and Fab on Track Chat Live. JW Machine Fab is Fountain's choice for machining and fabrication needs. They offer a wide range of services that includes milling, AutoCAD design, and welding with on-site installation. If you're not sure how the final product will look, they will create a prototype version to help you better understand the outcome. Their top-notch quality and quick turnaround has kept them competitive in today's market. Call them at 864-423-3690 for free estimates or visit J W jwmachineandfab.com. Fatso's is a small barbecue sauce company that delivers big flavor. Founded in the mountains of North Carolina, the amazing taste has helped Fatso's expand to South Carolina at multiple Ingalls locations throughout the upstate. Their all-purpose rub and mopping sauce leaves your mouth saying, wow. Try Fatso's Barbecue Sauce today. For more info, find them on Facebook or email Company at gmail.com.
4: one likes to drive a car that doesn't shine. Take your ride to distinctive details and let them give it that new car look. Nick and the gang are sure to make your car smile with their excellent detail experience. From cars to trucks and anything in between, they are guaranteed to give your vehicle a showroom shine. Call 864-234-0341 or stop by 212 North Main in Malden to give your ride that new car look.
2: Brookshire Collision has been serving the upstate for 39 years with the best hands-on service that will leave your car looking brand new. Their certified technicians cover foreign and domestic vehicles. All insurance companies are accepted along with free estimates by appointment. Call today at 864-288-9875 or stop by 115 Murray Drive in Malden and talk to Beamer. Tell them you heard about it on Track Chat Live. Octane and Iron Speed Shop is your official cruise-in hot-ride hangout in downtown Pickens, South Carolina. Specializing in buying and selling custom cars and trucks. Come show your ride at one of their weekend cruise-ins. If you get hungry, Miss Susan will have plenty of snacks including hot dogs, fresh lemonade, and mini donuts. Check them out on Facebook at Octane and Iron Speed Shop. This is Chris Lines with Lawrence County Speedway. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live.
0: Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass.
2: What is it? All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. What are you doing over there, now? I'm just trying to figure out what they're singing, man. I can't understand it. You know this song, man. Gary knows it. Anyway, back here on Track Chat Live, having some difficulty with our phone lines. We're trying to... Uh, Get Kenneth heading to call in and kind of talk about his win streak in go karts, how many wins he actually had. So I'm going to work on that and hopefully we can get that resolved and be able to talk with Kenneth heading here in a, in a minute. But uh
0: David, let's continue where we were at with with Gary. Yeah, man, let's pick it back up. So you started in the Legend Cars and trying to move up in in classes and doing stuff, and that's the way we had to do it. It's the way I done it, just keep progressing forward, right? So yes, sir. So so tell us a little bit about you.
1: So the Legend Car was short lived. Um, called up to see. 600 racing which is who did it by then i don't know who does it now i think um, it is
0: still 600
1: uh they said you know dad told them we had the money we wanted to buy a legend car to go run it at charlotte and uh, a race was coming up soon like a wednesday night race or whatever and they told us just come by we literally took the trailer up there went, went by on a wednesday i think it was wednesday around lunch time rolled in there they said it's ready to go put this air pressure in it they're they're ready to race go race it drove over to charlotte and um, man, all that thing would do with little circles, it wouldn't, it, it, it was not race ready. Um, so we kind of struggled that night at, there at Charlotte um, and kind of learned real quick, well, they're not race ready straight from 600 race. At least they weren't then. And so we took it back home and dad had been pitting for Donnie Smith, number 53, mm-hmm. out at Anderson. And so I guess that's how he met Ron Hall. So long story short, next thing I know, we're at Ron Hall's shop down at Barron Tire, putting it on the scales and he's kind of helping us out. And we went back, I think, for one more of those Charlotte races and ran decent. I was running the semi, I just started out in semi pro. We ran middle of the pack, but it was better. Right. And got to talking to a lot of people there, and we were kind of learning. We had to do a lot more to them. So we took it over to Lanier Raceway to run the Legend cars. I think I ran about seven or eight races in the semi pro. Running, we didn't win, but we, I mean, third, fourth, fifth, right there with them, and couldn't figure out why the pro class was, you know, half, three quarters of a second faster than us. Well, Long story short, we figured out you gotta go spend about another four or five grand on the motor, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and with our tight little budget, dad was like, well, forget this. And we'll just we're gonna do something else. We'll, Next thing I know, we're back down to Ron Hall's shop. Uh we sold the legend car, and dad said, Ron's got an old late model, we're gonna buy it and fix it up. so Ron had a late model sitting out back an old Dylan chassis. Um, a Dylan, I think they called it a Dylan Mark III. I think Mark Martin's the one who yeah. designed all this. Yeah. Or it may have built them, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it had belonged to Debbie Lunsford and then Ron had raced it for a little bit and then he had built a new car and just put it out behind the shop And so we took it, took it home stripped it to the chassis Spent been close to a year building it um, because of our phones we had to do a little at a time and I had hurt my hand at work with that and had to have surgery on my hand so I couldn't, wasn't going to be able to drive for a few months and long story short 97 we went to Lanier with that straight rail late model so
0: you went from the legend straight to a- a super late model really basically yes basically sir. right so you never run anything in between no 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 other kind of car. And, so
1: and i i'll never forget the first time i met pretty much the first time i met troy and ralph Carnes, we tested that car at anderson before we went to Lanier, and they were there and we talked with them and i never forget i came in and troy's and like, things are fast aren't they i said I actually the legend car feels faster i said i'm going in the second and a half faster ride <laughs> but that legend car felt fa-. i said this thing kind of feel slow to me because it's so big and heavy you yeah, know yeah. and running limited modified go-karts you know at 295 pounds they
0: felt fast
1: yeah and the legend car's quick you know so the late models just felt lumbery to yeah. me and kind of slow
0: yeah i drove i drove a legend car at greenville one one day and i thought well that ain't nothing to these things you know it ain't nothing that thing yeah they're quick <laughs> well
1: they're, we they're, actually yeah. did a test um before we sold the legend car in between that uh they wanted us to run them at peach state and so we went over there, about five of us, and tested, and you just run wide open there. Now That was about when I was 18, 19, or year, 18 years old. I wasn't scared of anything. Yeah. And You're I right. just I just held it wide open, and then we come in, and they said, we got to slow them down. So they had, they put a restrictor plate on it, went back out, and it went even faster. Yeah. And then they just kind of called it. They were like, this is too fast right. for yeah. these little bitty things. If yeah. we clobber the wall, somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah, so, that's, that's why, yeah. But they felt really fast. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they, they they quicker than people think. I mean, like I say, they don't weigh anything. They're a handful to, yes. That they they'll fly. So so ninety seven, you got your late model going and where was your first race with it?
1: That was at Lanier. At Lanier. Lanier, opening night at Lanier. Uh had never seen the place. Um just went by. We called um Dylan and he mailed us a setup sheet and for spring shocks, you know, everything and we just did it exactly what I mean, like it was the Bible. Yeah. So,
0: it was more simpler back it then. It was a lot simpler.
1: <laughs> but we put four tires on it, and it was 30-something cars, and we sat on the pole the first night. Wow. And uh, I was super excited for a few minutes. And then they come over and said, we're, we're going to run a trophy dash before we start the main. The top eight will run a trophy dash, and we're inverting them. And, of course – Knowing my dad, if you know him, he flew off the handles. Like, why are we starting eighth? We just sat on the pole and then we're going to start eighth in the trophy dash. Boy, yeah. I don't probably don't have to tell you what dash happened to the leaders you. on the first lap in the trophy dash. They wow. they they wrecked each other going did, to the first did they, corner.
2: Did they try to win the race on the first lap?
1: First corner, first lap. They plowed. So all eight of us are in a pile. My front ends tore up, red knocked out of it. First lap in my late model race. Wow. So we thrash on it and get it in the race and finish the middle of the pack. But so we go through ninety seven, have some success. I never won. I finished this was back I don't know if you remember the name, Clay Dale. Um Clay was a Clay was a red number one. I'll never forget. He won almost every single week. We finished second to him a few times and then um <laughs> went back, and did it again in ninety eight. Kinda of, we were kinda of on a limited budget. So we couldn't do tires every week. We bought those four tires that first week and then we'd run We'd buy two every, like, third or fourth week. So we'd run fourth, fifth, sixth, and then we'd buy two tires. And then I'd run top three, and then we'd do it again. Just those first two years, we just couldn't afford the tires, and we weren't really getting any sponsor help.
0: That's the same same way when I went to Greenville, I told people that I could afford to buy one tire a race, and I found me a sponsor that would buy me a tire. So now my job was to finish the best I could to buy two tires, to stay – because, you, you know, like you say, you, you don't put tires on your own fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. You put tires on, you move up to pack, right? right? Tires is all about it. Since oh, yeah. we're
2: talking about sponsors, uh, would you want to go ahead and shout out the sponsors yeah. you have so sure. far this year? Sure. And I'm sure you've got room for plenty more. Is that correct? I do. I've got
1: room for a few more. But first of all, I just want to thank God for blessing me with this awesome life and family and friends and just being able to do this. I never dreamed I'd be racing again. Um, obviously, my, my wife is... You know, without her support, I wouldn't be doing any of this and my family. So I just really want to thank them for being behind me. I think behind, behind every
2: the, good racer is always a good, uh, strong wife and support system yeah, there. Because, sure. you know, other than God, the wife comes next. And you got to make sure that, you exactly. know, she's taken care of. Yeah,
1: she's right. been a big supporter. She knows, and we'll talk a little about it, she knows this has been part of my healing process was yeah. the racing. Yeah. Um, But, you know, Wayne's Overhead Doors came on board Um. Taylor's Waste Solutions, um, NHC Healthcare, Barbaritos, Timothy Drummond at State Farm. I've been buying my insurance from there since I was 15 years old. (laughs) Um, Boulevard Concessions, and then this week I really got to thank, uh, uh, the Carns. I mean, Troy and Ralph and Lee McAllis and all those guys, they have just been so open and honest with me, helping with anything I need, giving me parts, just advice, you know, and this week, Brad, you know, when I had my engine trouble, um, Roy and Brad Chalk and you know, Brad Kimball's let me use one of Larry's motors. Um, Tell you they're, until I get my the
2: cars are, they're good people, man. They yep. uh, they're supporters of this show. You know, they help help and keep this thing on the air and we really appreciate them. But I mean they're they're just those kind of people. Anytime you need anything, they're exactly. always there yeah. to jump in. I actually was down there today. Uh, talking with ralph and troy i had to go by there for something but uh, they're just so down to earth man they're good people
1: yeah troy i can call troy anytime text him and he's helped me a lot with this with the process and and so has david you know i've had several phone conversations with david and talking at the track and that's what's been really cool about it is everybody i talked to is just willing to help and willing to give advice you know that's been like we never missed a beat like i never left the track i mean i, I did i quit racing in 07 i was you know, yeah, you still
2: ago. you still have room for a couple more sponsors too, right? Yeah,
1: so I still have my I, I've almost reached my goal. I'm getting there. You know, I can, but I have my quarter panels left. Um, I'd like to sell those. That would get me where I think I need to be to be able to run. I'd like to run. You know, the ten or twelve races that Anderson's going to have. Um, but I can't do it without sponsors. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I'm close. Yeah, if you
2: guys want to be a part of a great grassroots racing team, second generation please reach out. You know, you can email us here, track chat live at gmail.com. We can get uh, you in touch with Gary. I like one thing that you said, Gary, about, you know, your sponsors and the money. What, what happens whenever it's out? You're, you're right. done, right?
1: Yeah, you're done. You know, with a deal like this, doing it myself, you know, I put the investment in the car and, you know, um, all these guys listening David knows exactly what I'm talking about, but I can't race out of my pocket. I'm just, a, I'm average Joe with a family. You know, I love racing and I'd love to be there. Every time the gates are open, but, you know, I, I've got to race what I win and what sponsors I have. And that's, that's how we used to do it back when me and Dad did it. That's one yeah. thing
2: I like about you, not taking away from people with, you know, the, the enclosed trailers, but whenever Gary shows up at the track, he's got the open trailer. To me, that just takes it back to the old school days. When I was a kid, I I used to be, you know, so in love with racing, which I still am in love with racing, but I remember going down the road, if I saw a truck pulling a race car, I would just go bananas. I'm like, man, it you know. And that's that feel is still there. Like now, you see an enclosed trailer riding by, unless it's you know lettered up and they got logos on it. You don't know what's in that trailer. It could be a race car. It could be somebody's you know lawn care equipment.
0: It could be anything. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. You know, I, my sons would tell you that I put my money that I can get in my race car. It never was about a truck or a trailer. You know, whatever get me there, I got there. Right.
1: Well, that's mm-hmm. what happened this time around. You know. Uh, so, and I'm I'm gonna disappoint him because we just landed a, an enclosed trailer this week. It, <laughs> oh no! So it found me. I wasn't. It, it kind of found me. And it's through a, uh-huh. a it's through a family friend. Uh, Somebody's been around a long time. He he made. We basically are trading some stuff. Yeah. So I, old I stuff get I it. I mean, yes. But that trailer is has a special meaning to me. I won an enduro race uh, back in the day. Those enduro races, there race, so had we won five thousand dollars, and me and Dad went down the car house and had that little open trailer built because we were, he knew he was gonna we were building his renegade car right. that little Nova and that's what he used those years he raced his Nova and we've kept it all these years and he he used it all the time so that that's my little no David
2: out. you remember, you probably remember this was probably back in 2015 2016 the guy at Martinsville for the Valley Star race came in with an open trailer and won what was his name
0: uh I don't yeah I remember that but I don't remember who it was oh I think there was more There's, talk
2: about him showing up with an open, open trailer, trailer than it was mm-hmm. I mean how great a performance! I mean, he had a great performance, but all yeah. the attention went to the fact he just shows up with an open trailer and you know blisters everybody.
1: Well, that's what I told Troy the other day we were talking. He asked me about he 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 was laughing about that, and I said, "Well, it's a good thing we're not racing trailers because
0: yeah, I, I don't have a very good one." Yeah, I'd be behind too. Mine, mine's probably nineteen ninety nine. You know, which you know, I've had one of the big rig deals, and you can have all that mess. It ain't it's a pipe dream. It, but a lot of these people they get hung up. They want to look good when they get there right i oh, want my car to look good i want it to be fast right so that's that's where you put your effort and your time and your money people like gary and and other you know me the car just, you know they ain't got a, a elaborate trailer but they they got their means and you'll love your open i mean your enclosed trailer because it'll help you yeah it's,
1: i mean it's got its benefits you know yeah. um i just you know Getting into this, I was kind of limited on what I was going to spend, and I kind of had a limit. And you know, this trailer kind of found me, and I'm able able to do some trading with a friend on it. And he's doing me a really he doesn't have to do it. Well, what's so good? He could go sell that trailer. I like the fact
2: that you said I've got this budget here, and this is what I'm going to stick with. If I go over that, you know, I'm not gonna uh, I'm done. I'm not going to spend any money out of my pocket. You know, I've got a budget to race with, and that's
0: it. Yeah, the guy you're talking about up there was Mike Looney. Yes, I just got a text uh, for someone. Couldn't get his name out. But Nathan Mike, Mike sent me
2: one as well. So, big big shout-out to Nathan, uh, part of the Pit Wall Podcast. Those yeah. guys were out at Anderson for the Street Stock main event. They gave away a prize. And also, the Archman, Archie Arch- Adams, Arch- thank you for uh, helping us out, man. We, yeah. When you're on the spot sometimes, you just cannot remember. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: you know, something like, I know
2: you're talking about. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I appreciate it.
0: So, 97, so we moved. We started, you know – Started winning some races, and, and let's go on to okay, the 2000s so, so
1: we decided to get rid of the straight rail um, because, you know, this I'm 21, 2, 3, you know, early on and, you know, chasing the dream. And so late model stock seemed to be the way to go to be able to go race at South Boston and Greenville and Martinsville race and do all that stuff. So we sold that car, um, uh, built us a late model stock. Um, first race at Greenville Pickens was 99.00 uh finished third the first time i ever went there um but anyways that's kind of kind of where we started the late mile stock stuff
0: right cool well, Jeff, I think it's about time for another
2: break, ain't it, Bubba? Yes, sir. You are right. We're going to take a short break, and we'll, I, I want to ask Gary to hang out a little bit longer. I mean, we haven't got many results to, to oh, yeah. even talk about, so we're going to talk with Gary a little bit longer. Well,
0: i got some more questions for him. He's going to hang
2: out. All right. So uh, hang out with us a little bit longer, Gary. We won't send you home yet. But we'll be back with Just Jeff and the Rocket here on Track Chat Live. Pet supplies for all your fur baby needs. Shop Bowstons has the perfect accessories to make pampering your pet an easy task grooming supplies, water bowls, and jewelry are just a few of the things you'll find at Valston's Pet Supplies. Located at ShopValston's.com, they are just one click away from making your shopping trip a desirable experience. Visit Shop Valston's today. When you don't have seconds to spare. Call On Time Heating and Air. When you want fast and reliable service, On Time Heating and Air has over 55 years experience. They'll be there on time for your heating and cooling needs. They offer same day and after hour service for your convenience. Their professional courteous technicians will be there on time to discuss your situation, make recommendations, and show you the first price so there'll be no surprises. Visit them at OnTimeSC.com. Tri-County Speedway is the place to be in 2023 for Saturday Night Thunder that shakes the mountains in Granite Falls, North Carolina. Featuring late model stock, limited late Model, renegades, front wheel drive, outlaws, street stocks, and full body vintage. Tier parking is available, so load up the family and bring them to Tri-County USA. They serve a wide variety of concessions along with great racing that will leave you on the edge of your seat. For a complete schedule, visit ptricountyspeedway.com.
3: Electric City Pizza is your downtown destination for good times and great food. Come meet some friends and cheer on your favorite team on one of their nine TVs. Try the lunch buffet Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2 for only 9 dollars They are open from 11 to 9 Tuesday through Sunday for your call-in or sit-down meals. Check their Facebook page for daily deals or stop by 305 South Main Street in downtown Anderson across from the Blakely Station.
0: This is Justin Sorrow, the Upstate Metal Supply Ford Mustang. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. All right,
2: back here on track chat live, just Jeff and the rocket, David Roberts. Still got our man Gary Greenwood Jr. in the house. We're gonna cover some dirt stuff and then we're gonna continue talking with Mr. Greenwood. Sorry, guys, we're still having some issues with the phones. We're trying to get uh, Kenneth in to you know call in and talk about his win streak on go karts, but we may have to uh, postpone that till a later time. But. Uh, Man, I I really wanted to talk to him. I know Gary was probably curious, too, to see what the the, uh, win total was there for uh, Kenneth in the go-karts. But let's jump over before we uh, continue with Gary. Let's talk about some dirt stuff get the dirt on dirt gonna start off with some I hate to even talk about sad news here on the show but I mean it's something i'm gonna go ahead and cover I'm not sure if you guys heard about this but the, it was a, a sprint car driver Justin Owen he was 26 years old he died in a crash this past weekend out in Lawrenceburg Speedway I think that's out in uh, Indiana so uh I heard the story yesterday and I thought I would share I mean this this is not a uh, easy sport. I mean, there's always something that can happen at in the blink of an eye. When there's guys strapping the cars. you, you guys both know this. There's always a chance you might not, you know, get yourself out of that car, whether it be, you know, practice or during a race, you know, you, it's always a, a chance for you not to make it back.
0: Well, you know, over the years, they have gotten way more safer and, and stuff, but there's still the element of, of danger there that you come across that, that can take your life, you know? And, yes. and the way I look at it, crawl in, that don't enter my mind. I don't think about it. You know, when the good Lord's ready to get me, he's going to get me. It don't matter where I'm at.
2: That's right. Archidolus <clears throat> is going to out to to yep. the family of, of this young man, 26 years old. You know, he's he's not with us anymore. So uh, thoughts and prayers going out to his family from Chirac Chat Live. Okay, so let's get our dirt on dirt report here. We've got Cherokee people, Of course, no results. Mother Nature won, not only on asphalt, but on the dirt side as well. You know, dirt can usually withstand a little more precipitation than asphalt can but unfortunately no racing on any of the dirt tracks that we cover here on track chat live but we have info on the next events at all these race tracks so cherokee speedway their next race is going to be saturday april the 27th with the stick elliott memorial Harris Speedway, their next race is going to be April the 15th this weekend. Lauren Speedway, the Darlington of Dirt, their next race is going to be this weekend, Saturday, April the 15th. Lavonia Speedway also is going to be racing this weekend on the 15th. Tacoa Raceway is going to be racing this Saturday, the 15th. And then our friends up at Traveler's Rest with Eddie Ray, their next race is going to be Friday, April the 14th, this Friday with their weekly division. So guys, plenty of racing coming up this weekend. On the dirt side, there's several tracks here that I want to try to visit at some point this year. So if you guys want to go and visit some of these racetracks, plenty of racing Friday and Saturday this week. Well, David, let's go ahead and finish That's up. Picky poison,
0: picky poison, people. Asphalt or dirt, we got plenty of racing going on this coming week. Yes, we do. So Gary, let's let's talk a little more right quick. Uh, so you moved, you know, in 07, you you, you quit racing. I did, and I told you back in 05 or something, you want know, to slow down all these kids you're having. You're gonna put yourself out of racing, but no, I'm just. Kidding. We did have that conversation, but now in 07, you quit. You do your family, do your business and stuff, and right. And uh, what what is your business?
1: So I work for myself. I do electrical and heating air work. Yep. Okay, um, and I worked for my dad most of my life. There, when the economy got slow, I had to I had to get a job somewhere for a little while. But I'm back on my own, working cool. for myself. Cool
0: yeah your dad man he was a special cat he loved racing and it's transpired over to you and i know you come back this year and you got your son your oldest one trey right yes sir and showing interest and i watched him a little bit over our friday i was working he was doing taking tire temps and stuff so you think he may want to get in the seat
1: i think he does i'd like to let him make some laps in it we we've talked about it um maybe at the end of the year when when, you know, things are kind of settled down and heading into the winter and let, let him and even my other son, Tommy, we'd like to make some laps in it,
2: you yeah. know. See, I never knew you had four kids. I only yeah. thought you had two. I so saw. That's
1: kind of what, 32. I mean, we joke about that. You know, dad always gave me a hard time <laughs> as I was having kids. Each time I had one, he's like, well, you ain't racing no more. <laughs> but honestly, I came to a point, point, oh six, oh seven, um when we decided to sell out. And, you know, I had been chasing the dream. It took up a lot of my time. I was having, you know, the little, the kids were coming up and I just honestly part of me also I was frustrated I was a little I was a little disappointed as we tried to venture out in the early 2000s to go race other places and you know you call them rent rides now but um I'll tell you one of the one of the, one of the moments I don't that I remember at Martinsville we made the Martinsville uh race um there's 142 cars there we made the race but I was pitted beside Brian Vickers and that was kind of you know full full crew you know Winston Cup holler. Uh, Thursday, I think we practiced on Thursday back then, you know, mm-hmm. if, you know, we had, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, crying poor mouth. It's just the way it was. You know, we had one set of tires to get us all the way to qualifying, you know, and I'm sitting there watching guys like that go out. I mean, eight to 10 sets of tires and one, you know, and then every time we'd go to a track, you know, I'd get, I tried to go to a big race at Caraway, 300 lapper. Got thirty minutes to dial the car in, and then you know you start talking to guys like, yeah, well, we tested Wednesday and Thursday, and we had we we paid this guy to set the car up, and he's doing the shocks, and you know that, I was I just honestly had gotten kind of disappointed and frustrated at that point of I'm not going to make it anywhere because I don't have the pockets. I kind of missed my window, you know, of of that age, and then you know watching some of these other guys, you know, with just the the deep pockets, it was just hard. So I just kind of made a decision that, you know, just take a break from racing, you know, focus on my, my kids were coming up. Trey was old enough to start playing sports at that time and just kinda decided to so you kinda hang did it up. like kinda hang like Garth
2: Brooks. He, you know, kind of retired from music, was gonna raise his kids, and once his kids were raised mm-hmm. he made a comeback. So right. kinda... And
1: like I said, I'm not here to, to to cry or 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 make excuses. It's just oh, yeah. the way it was. I just I just in my yeah. I just realized my window's over and you know so as we ventured out we didn't have a lot of success so that's when we started you know kind of staying close to home and you know learning how to work on the car and and things like that and that's when i started having success locally when i learned how to you know front end geometry i'll never forget when when uh when trey was born we were in the hospital for two days and i had a i had a uh, race car geometry book and i memorized that book and Went and started putting that stuff into play, and, and when I started doing that, that's when I started noticing the difference in the car. And so I kind of focused on that stuff, and dad focused on the mechanical side of it.
2: You're one of those you're a dying trade when it comes to uh dr- racers and setup people. I was telling David this there's not many of you guys left now. Most of the racers or drivers they just get in there and drive the car, they don't know anything about setting it up, or you know, if they get in there and figure out something ain't right they can't get out and just work on it they have to get somebody else to do all that but you're a dying breed when it comes to setup and you know and i enjoy
1: that i enjoy that it, I've, I've shared said i enjoy that as much as i do driving the car yeah that set up and work on it and figuring that thing out and trying to squeeze another tenth out of it and those kind of things you know um i enjoy that as much as i do driving the car honestly yeah so, that's,
0: that's that's uh that's where it's all at you know and that's what made you a better racer And that's what i tell these young people now you can't Just sit over on your phone and show up at the racetrack. You may can do a simulator thing at home and and be pretty good, but if you really want to be at the game, you got to do, just like you say, reading a geometry book, go back and put that into play and start making your race car better. So
2: what yep. made we're running out of time, but what made you come back? I know you you rode, drove in the Shrine race last year. Was that yeah. Was that it or
1: sort of so my dad passed away last February and that was that was hard cuz he was he was my best friend, you know, I saw him every day of my life and he was a huge part of my family, my kids, you know. We couldn't have gone through the past 10-15 years without his help with the kids and sports and I don't know, something I just wanted Trey was kind of talking about racing and wanting to go out to race and he doesn't remember it so i said well, we'll go out there with troy and them and hang out in the pits with them and troy kind of talked me to make some practice laps and i made those practice laps and something clicked. and, and what did I, I tell you it was emotional i'm not gonna lie i, yeah. I mean it's very emotional and all those years of in memories of racing and being with my dad and growing up dreaming of racing. you know racing got me through a lot of stuff. a lot of stuff mm-hmm. as a teenager you know with personal stuff and family and I don't know. It's just something clicked. It's just and something about being in a racetrack. And right? I told my wife, I, you know, it's like I'd, I'd like to race a little bit again in yep. his honor. And my grandpa and my sisters passed away. Yep. You know, I've lost them.
2: Well, I'm going to say this, and we got to take a break. But I, I'm, you can't see it here, but in the studio, Gary's got on one of his racing shirts. And on one side, it's got, you know, Greenwood Racing. But on the other side, he's got it looks like uh, some heartbeat symbols. I was like, what does that stand for? He was like, that is the last Uh, beats of his dad's heart before he passed away he got that printed off and and got it on his racing shirts and it's directly over his heart so it's that to me it gives me cold chills but it's just it's awesome at the same time but uh, but you can honor your dad that way
0: gary greenwood senior he was a great one
2: man
1: he was a good one and he's been with me through this whole process i can can hear him (laughs) i can hear him in my ear when i'm working on that car
0: (laughs) gary i
2: hate to do this but we got to take a break and then we'll uh be back with the rocket sales we really appreciate you coming and hanging out with us we'll have to have you back in here once you get that first win at anderson this season i appreciate it hopefully
1: hopefully that will happen
2: (laughs) all right guys we'll be back here on track chat live after this message from halls all hands on deck
3: Hall's All Hands On Deck is a family-owned and operated business serving the upstate with 15 years experience. Painting and pressure washing are just a few of the things they specialize in. They'll handle all your inside or outside jobs in a timely manner. Call them now for a free estimate at 864-213-7502. No job is too big or small for Hall's All Hands On Deck. Electric City Pizza is your downtown destination for good times and great food. Come meet some friends and cheer on your favorite team on one of their nine TVs. Try the lunch buffet Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2 for only 9 dollars They are open from 11 to 9 Tuesday through Sunday for your call-in or sit-down meals. Check their Facebook page for daily deals or stop by 305 South Main Street in downtown Anderson across from the Blakely Station.
4: Man, that car sounds good. Oh, you know, it's just that Carnage exhaust I got at Troy's Muffler. Troy has kept the Upstate sounding great with the latest muffler trends and their very own custom exhaust for over 35 years. If you need custom exhaust work, repair, or to diagnose a problem, they've got you covered. Home of the world-renowned Carnage Performance Exhaust. Call today at 864-964-9667 to schedule an appointment or visit troysmuffler.com. Temco of the Upstate is
2: a precision machine shop founded in 1968. For 54 years, they have been serving the Anderson area with their machining and fabrication needs. Located at 921 Pyramidary Road, they have kept up the pace with changing technology, tooling, and quality of service. The employees at Temco have 20-plus years of machining excellence. For a quote about fabrication or machining, call 864-226-8509 or visit their website, temcoupstate.com. Anderson Motor Speedway is your home for Friday night short track racing. The competition is guaranteed to leave you on the edge of your seat. Bring the entire family out for a fun night of racing that includes free face painting and activities for ages 12 and under. Bring a friend and head on out Highway 81 or take exit 27 off I-85. Check out their website, AndersonMotorsSpeedway.com for all things racing. Anderson Motor Speedway, yeah, that racetrack. When you want great food, don't run to the border. Head over to El Taco and Anderson, home of the scratch-made recipes. They're family-owned and operated at 192 Civic Center Boulevard, behind Tractor Supply. All your fiesta favorites including Mexican hot dogs, quesadillas, and the 99 cent Taco Tuesday deal. Stop by for a lunch combo set up your next catering, or simply use DoorDash. Call them at 864-540-8500 or ltacoanderson.com.
3: This is Robert Hall. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. woo
0: Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass.
2: All right, back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket David Roberts coming to a close on this show. But we can't end out the show without doing this here. He's been scrolling through the headlines all week long. Fasten your seatbelts. Now let's see what's on his mind. I want to share something with you. It's It's time time for for The Rocket Rocket Says, brought to you by Chastain Heating and Air, here on Track Track Chat Chat Live.
0: All right, Rocket, what you got, brother? Well, I had a, had a call yesterday, and a guy asked me about about the laps that we run. Why don't we run more laps, like, you know, 100, 150 laps? Well, I think that comes down to promoters need to look at that and see what they got as far as car count. If I'm a promoter, I don't yeah, I care what the driver says, but I, I'm putting on a show for them people in the stands, right? So. At Anderson, just use them for instance, If I got eight cars, nine cars, I'm gonna run 30, 40 laps. I want elbows up, mouthpieces in. You're gonna drive them as hard as you can drive them. You go somewhere like Greenville, you you know you got to have twenty cars. So, I think it's it just goes from track to track. Promoters need to look at that. You don't need to run a seventy-five lap race with eight cars. It don't matter where you're at. That's the fans don't like it.
2: I'm not gonna say what track it was at, but I was at a racetrack a couple years ago, and it was like two cars they've been like 30 laps i'm like i mean really
0: and, and if i was doing it and i know you know gary probably won't like this a lot of racers wouldn't like this but if you win this week you're gonna start in the rear next week i do do it up north in the modifieds and you know let, let's make it interesting every class if you win next week you start in the rear not not the invert. you don't qualify get the invert and you start six you're gonna there's 10 cars you're gonna start ten. It's hard, harder racing, harder to do. You know, we, we put our money in. We work hard to sit on the pole to, every time we go. But the laps need to be, the promoters, the promoters need to look at that and figure out how many cars they got to put on the best show, and that's done by laps. You want these guys driving as hard as they can go. You know, 100, 150 lap race is fine if you got enough cars and, you know, you want to do that every once in a while. But on a weekly basis, 30, 40, 50 laps at the very most.
2: Well, that's what the rocket says. Man, David, great show this week. Yeah. Gary, really appreciate you hanging out with us. And uh, got a, some breaking news. We're going to have a Track Chat Live Extra with Gary Greenwood Jr. So all the stuff he didn't get to talk about, he's going to get to talk about that in our Track Chat Live Extra. So you got to stay tuned for that. It'll drop on Friday. If you missed the show, you can always listen on Spotify, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or go to TrackChatLive.com and find us there. David, I think it's time for the after party at El Taco. So uh, we're going to load up, head out to El Taco. And if you can't make it out there, make sure you go by tomorrow the lunch buffet at Electric City Pizza from 11 to 2, $9.99, all the pizza you can eat. So El Taco tonight, Electric City Pizza tomorrow. So uh, until then, we'll see you back here next week, next Monday at 6 p.m. on Track Chat Live.
0: Good night, Trey Greenwood.